Ladies and gentlemen, this is Talking About Balls. I am Justin George, and I'm here with Kyle Price. Kyle, what's going on? It's been a hell of a week, my friend. I hear you on that. Um, All right, well, first things first, we got a jam-packed episode. Browns coming off a huge win, Indians missing the playoffs, MLB postseason underway, Ohio State top five, uh, college football's in full effect now. We're getting into the uh, the nitty-gritty of the season. Um, we have our winner from last week's Browns pick We're going to get to his segment of the week, and we're going to get around the NFL and give our picks. So let's get right into it. Uh, obviously, this is a Cleveland-heavily-influenced show, and so we're going to talk about the Browns game. Not only was it an exciting game, but it did lead the Browns to first place because, of course, they won. They beat the Baltimore Ravens. 40 to 25 the score is a little closer than the game actually was but a win's a win touchdown at the end yeah yeah they scored a bullshit touchdown Lamar Jackson plays like he's playing Madden and it's kind of annoying to watch I would be pissed if I was a Ravens fan personally but uh Kyle what'd you think Browns win um it's first place it's it's hard to put Browns in first place in the same sentence when talking about football in Cleveland. <laughs> but honestly, the game, I think from start to finish, they did what they were supposed to do and kept feeding Chubb the ball. Um, I think Baker looked more comfortable back there. I think the offensive line actually stepped up and did what they were supposed to do. Um, when they when they pulled those runs, you saw those guards pulling and running across. They were blocking like they were supposed to. Penalties, while still there, not as heavy, not as often. Um, I still think we, we a lot of room for improvement still. But I think you're starting to piece together what we imagined the Browns would be this year. I concur. I completely agree. Uh, it is funny because, you know, we are in first place. However, it kind of works for us and against us. The things we used to say, now we're starting to hear. Back in the day, you know, the Browns would start the season off one and three, something like that, after the first quarter of the year. And Steeler fans or Ravens fans or whoever, they'd be in first place and they're talking shit to the Browns fans. And then we would go, that's early. Who cares about the schedule or the, the the standings right now? We're starting to hear that. And, yeah, now it's going both ways because, obviously, we are 2-2. Two and two. The Ravens are also 2-2, two and two, but now we own the head-to-head matchup. Uh, the tiebreaker, of course, we'll play them again. But uh, for right now, we're in first place, and I feel great. You can't take that away from us. So no. so what do, you, what do you mean? So my question back to you is, you know, Lamar Jackson, first two games, should be, like, the best player MVP candidate. The second, next, last two games – they defenses exposed him to what I, in my opinion, yep, of what kind of quarterback he really is. Yeah, I think the uh, Los Angeles Chargers showed the NFL how to defend Lamar Jackson last year in the playoffs because they shut him the fuck down, and it's it's basically resurfacing now as the, the the weeks progress because Kansas City he struggled early, but when the Chiefs had a pretty comfortable lead, they kind of took their foot off the gas and that allowed. Again, Baltimore to score some cheap late touchdowns. They did the same thing against the Browns. Browns went out to a really big lead, and the game was never really close. And uh, then Lamar Jackson got some really cheap stats at the end of the game, so his numbers look very impressive. I mean, but, fantasy-wise, he helped me out one yeah, game. I mean, he still, I think he scored three <laughs> touchdowns on yeah, Sunday. I'll take it. Um, you know, the one was, of course, the garbage play to Willie Sneed towards the end of the game. Yeah. Nobody was really caring on defense for the Browns. But, I mean, that's just one of the things that's going to happen with Lamar Jackson. He's going to get you a lot of fantasy points. But in, in terms of NFL stability and team building, is that somebody that you could actually look for? And I say no. I think Lamar Jackson's a bum. I was not a fan of him coming out of college. And I'm not a fan of him today, even after the first two weeks that, you know, they were playing basically high school equivalent teams in the Dolphins and the Cardinals. And 
I don't know. I'm not. I'm not overly impressed well, in the slightest bit. I mean, our our defense missing three key people. Yeah. Um, shut him down. And I mean, realistically, you could even say they're missing four because we were without Morgan Burnett, Greedy, and Denzel Ward back back to back weeks, and Christian Kirksey still done for this. Who? Season. Yeah, they announced today he's going to opt for the surgery. He is done for the year. And if I had to put a bet on it, I would say he's played his last game as a Cleveland Brown. I think John Dorsey's going to move on. He's played, I believe, nine games over the past like two seasons he's combined. Been injury prone. Yeah. yeah. So there comes a point where you just have to move on, and he's not getting any younger. Mac Wilson stepping in. So far, so good. The defense has been pretty fucking lights out, and uh, I like where the future's heading. I think John Dorsey knew what he was doing when he drafted some some rookies and next man up mentality. They're stepping up, looking good. Absolutely. Uh, so back to game. back to some things you were saying about the game. Uh, play calling looked totally different. They looked like an entirely different team on offense. Uh, is that because Munchak took a step back, or you know, is Freddie Kitchens a little more hands on with the offense? I think they're just figuring it out. I think the the offense is, nothing's really changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong; it did look like they were designing some plays to get Baker the ball out of his hands quickly, way quicker than before. I think they said he was like. He got the ball like the quickest in the NFL this last weekend. He was like number one or something like that or up there. Um, But I think they definitely designed some plays to help him get the ball out of his hands a lot faster. And kudos to the offensive line. Baker, I believe, was only sacked once, and it was early on the first drive, I believe. And the Ravens never got to him again. So when everything clicks, we're good. Yeah, one thing I noticed, too, was on the plays that he did have to extend that they kept a pretty decent pocket for yeah. him, you know, for a little bit there in some of those plays, which is something we have not seen yeah. in the first three games. And, and, you know, that was my big thing from the first week that I, I tried to tell everybody that was they were, they were all overreacting big time about the offensive line. And week one, if you remember, that was when we lost uh, Greg Robinson to ejection, and then uh, we lost our backup tackle immediately, Ham, or, or whatever the fuck his name is, Cam. He... Uh, he got hurt on like the first play, so we had to shuffle people around. Kendall Lamb, that's his name, I think. Uh, we had to shuffle some people around. We had a, a guard playing right tackle because Hubbard had to move over to, or not Hubbard. Who the fuck is our right tackle? Yeah, it, Hubbard. it is Hubbard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Slid him over to left. So yeah. we slid him over to left. I got his name confused for a second, and then, uh, so yeah, we were kind of going with a makeshift. Uh, revolving door of offensive linemen, and it's hard to get it when when you spend the entire preseason getting to know and getting familiar with your offensive line, and then the first game it all gets fucked yeah. up and shuffled around. It's hard. You need a little bit of camaraderie. This is the first week since week one we've had a full line back. Yeah, because well, no, week two we did against the Jets. So far, when our line is fully intact, we're two and zero. How's that, everybody? Crazy how that happens, <laughs> it's right? weird. Yeah. Um, but overall, talent wise, I think the offensive line is okay. I overreacted a little bit after our last loss because I just I hate losing. I've said it before. I'll say it a million times. I fucking hate losing. And they, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's not looking good for Denzel Ward and for Greedy Williams right now, in my personal opinion, because you're showing how not valuable you are. You've missed two straight weeks, and the defense has never looked better. Right. It's, you know, the NFL is all about can you be available because if you're not out there on the field, we're going to find somebody that will, and you're gone. That's the end of it. Not saying I'm not crazy. We're not cutting Greedy Williams and Denzel Ward or anything like Trade that. Bait. But truth be told, I mean, honest to God, if you're not available to play, they're going to move on from you pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, too, where in the, on the flip side, you're like, okay, well, yeah, they're not out there. We're playing great. So now how much better are we going to be when they come back? Are we going to be just that much Watch better? Watch us look worse. You know? Exactly. That's the other thing. Is like, are we gonna be, are, now these guys have built chemistry two weeks in a row. 
of playing with each other in a defense. They've looked great. So now you throw Greedy and you throw Ward, both pretty big you know, ego maniac. I'm going to say ego, but I'm the word I'm looking for. But two big yeah. personalities on that field now. Is that going to just throw off the whole feng shui of that defense? Yeah, I mean, when you have these young, hungry rookies and, and you know, young players. I, I Don't get me wrong. I know Greedy's a rookie and I know Denzel's a rookie, but I'm talking like undrafted guys, bottom of the barrel guys that yeah. are just trying to make their name notice. They want to keep a job in the NFL. They're out there busting their ass while you're sitting on, excuse me, sitting on the sidelines, you know, toying with your hamstring. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure you're not 100%, but. You know, you got to make sure you're available or else the show goes on without you. Yeah. As, you know, everyone's heard on this show, you yeah. know, sometimes people don't make it and the show goes on. If uh, if they don't make it to week that next week, then there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of speculation. Serious concern. Yep. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. Hamstring injuries suck. We all know that. But, you know, two weeks, you're in the NFL. Get your shit together. You have training staff. Get those guys to get you right and get back on the field because, you know, you you, you may not be here for long if that keeps up. Uh, one guy I want to give a shout-out to is Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield went out there and shut up a few haters on Sunday. He didn't have, uh, you know, a Hall of Fame game, but he he he, he went off on, on, on the defense. And I think the interception, I don't want to place blame on people, but if you saw it, it no, did that, look like Landry. Receiver, yeah, receiver Landry, you know, he alligator-armed it. He didn't, he didn't fully extend. He didn't want to get hit. And, okay. yeah, so it ended up costing Baker an interception. But it is what it is. We won hit the a, game. Hit 108, I think. 108 quarterback rating? Something like that. Yeah, it was pretty good. Good. Yeah, yeah not bad at all. 300 some yards and a touchdown and interception, right? And with that being said, I am very, very excited to let you all know that we have managed to wrangle an interview with the infamous Rex Ryan, no. who was talking shit about Baker Mayfield. Surprise, Kyle. I didn't want to tell you anything, but I'm I had serious. this set up. So let's, uh, let Let's me figure out how to work pull, this how do, system. How do we pull this off? You know, I uh, got to give a shout out to our producer, Sean. Uh, he reached out, he got in touch with some people, and he managed to line this up. So without further ado, we are breaking our cherry of phone calls on the show. We're getting our first exclusive interview. Do we test the equipment? You know, we're no, we're, we're totally winging okay. it. That's how we do it. We're Going live. live. So right. here we ho- hopefully this button works, and we're going to pick up, and let's talk to Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan is on the phone with us, ladies and gentlemen. Rex, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. How are you? Okay. That's good to hear. Good to hear. You are here today to eat a little bit of crow for some things that you said about Baker. Are you up for it? Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. I couldn't agree more. That sounds like a great plan. Let's have some fun. Uh, first and foremost, would you like to say hi to my co-host, Kyle? Fuck that. Okay, not a big fan of Kyle, I guess. All right, well, now that you are living life outside of the NFL, what are you doing to pass the free time now that you no longer have a team to coach? Eating a bunch of fucking cheeseburgers. Okay, that sounds like a good way to pass the time, I guess. So, you said those things about Baker Mayfield. Would you like to go into a little bit more detail about why you said those things? Now, there's a difference between having fun and being a jackass. Okay, so you would say that you were being a jackass? That's being a jackass! Okay, okay, I get it. Baker called you out about how you're no longer employed in the NFL... Uh, if you don't wear orange and brown, you don't matter. What do you think about Baker now after his performance on Sunday and, and getting the Browns to the number one spot in the division? God damn, he's pretty fucking good. I agree with that completely. Uh, again, I do kind of want to ask you, he, he, he brought up how you're unemployed by the NFL. Is there a reason you don't work for the NFL? I'm not a great leader. I can't lead myself. I would agree with that. And then uh, last time you were a head coach... You kind of got into some hot water because you allegedly were filming videos of your wife's feet for foot fetish videos. Is that still something that's happening in your life? It's always going to be that way. 
oh, okay, so you still are into foot fetish. What should you tell all the people hating out there, then, about your foot fetish? Get used to it! Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I guess that sounds like a good idea. What if somebody approached you and asked you for one of these foot fetish videos? What would you say to them? Do you understand there's a price to pay? Oh, okay, so you do sell them. I, I like that. I actually know a guy who just had a birthday a week ago who may or may not be into some foot shit. Uh, so, hmm, maybe I, I think I kind of want that video. Do you want it or not? Well, I mean, you don't have to yell, but yeah, I kind of think I do. Why don't we meet in person? Um, where would you like to meet? Let's go to eat a goddamn snack. Okay, yeah, I could eat, so we'll go meet at a restaurant then. But Rex, thank you so much for coming on here, and uh, we hope to get you on again soon. Well, thanks, Rex. I mean, I'm sad you didn't want to talk to me, but I mean, I love a fucking cheeseburger too, man. Uh, but I guess next time um, here in town, we'll, we'll meet up. But thanks for the love. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Rex Ryan, for coming on the show. Um, that, that was incredible to, get, kinda to get a guy I like mean, that. Yeah, I, I mean, feel he, offended. he's got a bad attitude, as you could tell. He, he takes his aggressions out on his wrong takes. we got to talk to Sean. Maybe next time we'll blow our budget on someone a little more nicer to us. You know, our first phone call. You know, kind of a dick. Not a bad idea. I mean, luckily, though, the interviews, uh, he didn't charge us for that, surprisingly. Oh, really? We got yeah, that as a freebie. He, uh, he's making a lot of money with those foot fetish videos, so he didn't need to pay. <laughs> he, he didn't, I heard they pay well. Yeah, he didn't He didn't want us to give him anything. That was very nice of him. Was it an Asian foot fetish or just a... Uh, you Actually, you can't tell. You just, oh. you just see ankle right down. Feet? You, don't, you don't know what race. Nice. Not black, I can tell you that. Oh, it's white. All right, That's the only then. thing I could actually tell. <laughs> um, wow. So, yeah, the Browns with a huge win on Sunday. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., however, did have a quiet game. Uh, Jarvis Landry led the way. He had like 180 fucking yards. He had a great game, phenomenal. Um, but yeah, Odell Beckham was held to just two two catches, 20 yards. He did possibly get choked in the process because the Ravens nah. are now disputing and saying he didn't <laughs> yeah. get choked, which is, of course, what every innocent person does. Oh, yeah. They make a, a screen, a still-by-still -still video of a guy committing a crime on a football field and they try to defend it yeah forget the picture that clearly shows the hands around excuse me wow beer uh odell's throat um punching a guy in a, in a in a helmet when you have a helmet on is one thing retaliating and choking someone underneath the helmet it's a whole different ball game at that point yeah i mean if there's one team that knows how to help a guy commit a murder and get away with it it is the baltimore ravens so hey kudos to them uh you know, I, I said it on our Facebook account, and I meant it. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. was the only person to get choked on Sunday because the Browns' defense did that to Lamar Jackson heavily, and the entire Baltimore Ravens team. Yeah, that they uh, got their asses kicked. What, he had two interceptions that game, didn't he? Yep, first two interceptions first in what two, nineteen games? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, yeah, he had he had some last year. Was it? It was the first like in like two hundred something passes. First. Oh, that's right. Year. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. First, first interceptions of the year. Um, so with Odell, though, I, I was talking about this before we started recording. I mean, what do you think? We all know that Odell has a history of being kind of the, uh, I don't want to say drama queen, um, but he has in the past. Is he going to just, you know, is he happy? I'm sure he's happy for Jarvis, and we got to win, but it, at the end of the day, no, he wants his. Uh, if he goes another game, do you think it's going to be an issue, or is it just going to be one of those things, you know what, we're winning as a team, I don't care? I look at it in the team aspect. I think it's going to come down to if we're winning, that's all that matters. Odell's only going to get mad if we're losing games and he's not having a good season because that's a double-edged sword. That means they're going to blame him for the team sucking and they're going to say that he sucks because he's not putting up good stats. So he's worried about himself, and I kind of can't blame him. He is a brand. He's a figure in the NFL. So if his team's doing well, Odell's doing well. And the opposite can be said also. If he's not doing well, 
then and the team's not doing well, you know, it's 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 a publicity nightmare for him. He's no longer a marketable person, and that's his biggest fear, I think, is to no longer be a brand and a face and right. a commodity. Well, I think it's because of him on the field, too, that some of these big plays took place for Jarvis. Um, you know, him being double teamed opened up the field for a lot of other players, including yep. and, and the main the names losing my mind right now, the tight end. Ricky uh, Seals Jones. Yeah, the guy who no one Law knew about. Firm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, he had some really big catches, you know, catches. I know it's hard to say catches and tight end on our, on our team, but he had some really good catches. And uh, he's, ste- he's, he's stepping up there. Um, that's two games in a row. He says some pretty good, decent uh, um, games. Yeah, and, and, and back to Odell, I think he is the ultimate teammate. If he's happy, he, he makes sure his teammates are happy. And, again, two catches, 20 yards, stats look bad. If you watch the full game, he he was blocking. He was causing Kriera, uh, calling for double teams. He was opening up things for guys. So that's the ultimate team player. Uh, I love having him on the Browns, truthfully. And, I uh, again, I think as long as we're winning, things are going to get better. The offense is starting to click. Now what we're going to do from here is we're, we've, we've gone back into what we wanted last year, or what happened last year, I should say. Jarvis Landry was our, our main point of our offense last year, and then Nick Chubb was dominant in the run game. That all clicked again on Sunday, so now I think it's time to incorporate Odell Beckham a lot more, figure out how to use him properly, and I think Freddie Kitchens and Munchak are going to do that, and, and things are going to go great. I do have uh, some inside information. I read this on Twitter. Of course, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Yes. Um, somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody in the hospital mm-hmm. um, says that Jarvis was seen, but he is cleared and he will be playing on Monday because he's in that concussion or possible concussion protocol. He's not in, pro- in protocol. Huh? No, he's not. No, he's not. So they're, okay, they're, what they're saying is that he's been cleared to play, but it's not been put out there yet. But Perfect. And, and, and that is the beauty of playing on Monday night is we are getting that extra day of rest. So... If he is out of concussion protocol, you can still give him an extra day off and just say, you know, take it easy just to be safe. We don't want you to get more fucked up. Right. Um, so that's perfect. Uh, very happy about that. The Browns, of course, do play. Um, we also got Callaway back this way. Monday night, yeah. Monday and they're getting too. Antonio Callaway. And there's also some rumors that um, Richard Higgins could be back this week, too. Hollywood Higgins. Yeah. So that could be a huge thing. Baker's obviously, favorite go-to exactly, receiver. Exactly, that is his go-to guy. It's like his uh, safety blanket. Can't say I blame him. Uh, and I just had to Google it because I have a fucking brain fart. I kept saying I'm, I kept saying Munch, Munchkin or Monkin or whatever for our fucking offensive coordinator. That is not our old coordinator. It that's is defensive coordinator. Todd Munkin. Munkin. Oh, that's right. I got the names confused. Was, no, there is a. There's another offensive line coach. I think he was like with the Steelers or something like that. Who had the name like. Machkin or whatever the fuck I was saying. I don't even know why I was thinking so that. So you think but... he draws up plays every week and Freddie's just like, no, no. No, I yes, think it's a little no. more complex than that. <laughs> I think they've already worked on their playbook and they've gotten their playbook down to a science. First two games of the season, I think we're managing that playbook. Yeah. I trying mean, to figure out what in, works. You got to understand, you know, it, it's tough, I'm, I'm sure, to be not only a first-time head coach, but, you know, you, you've never done this at any level. So to take an entire team when a year ago you were only running the running backs and then you got promoted to offensive coordinator for not even half a season and now you're running the whole fucking show. It's There's got to be some learning curves. So I was a little hesitant to even want to admit that the first couple of weeks of the season because I'm a Browns fan. I'm a sure. diehard. I was pissed off. We weren't winning. We didn't look crisp. I didn't like it. I was embarrassed. So I took it out on them, and rightfully so. I know a lot of Browns players listen to this show 
excuse me, and I know we got in their asses a little bit. Uh, that's another rumor I saw on Twitter. They're big fans of the show. Nice. They play in the locker room. So. I would hope so. I mean, we do talk a lot of shit. I know Baker's going to be playing that Rex Ryan interview. I mean, that guy, talk about eating some crow. He took it like a man. Shout out to Rex Ryan. Thanks again. <laughs> All right, so we will move on from the 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 grandfather NFL, and we're going to go on down to the sun, and we're going to talk about some college football, ladies and gentlemen, because Woo-hoo. we are getting into the real meat and potatoes of the season. Uh, we're, we're done with this first couple of weeks playing little the, the college preseason. Yeah. Basically, you know, Ohio state's beating up on fucking Miami of Ohio, which don't get me wrong. I'm all for college teams beating the shit out of lesser opponents in the beginning of the season, because that is their preseason in a sense. Yeah. They got to get warmed up. The big issue for, for NFL players is they don't make enough money to do preseason games and they don't want to get hurt for a meaningless game. Meanwhile, you have these college athletes who are, quote-unquote, most of them are playing for free. So why the fuck should they be putting their bodies out there like that for free? And then you're going to be a pro making millions or you know hundreds of thousands of dollars and still complain. Um, but yeah, so we're getting into the, the, the nittier, grittier part of the season. And uh, Kyle asked me a question during the week, and I said, let's, let's bring it to air. Let's talk about it. Because we're a Cleveland, Northeast Ohio-based team, he wanted to ask, is Ohio State really as good as they look, or are they a product of their schedule? Because they have had a fairly easy schedule. So with that being said, I have brought up the top four teams in in college football. I brought up their, their schedules, and we'll go over them to compare who's playing the tougher opponents. So with that being said, we'll start from the top to the bottom. Ohio State's clocking in at number four on the AP poll, so we're going to talk about them, and this was the whole reason we're doing this discussion. Week one, Florida Atlantic, they won 45-21. A little sluggish. But first game of the season, you know, it's preseason week one. You didn't know you had in Justin Fields, too. I mean, he's Mm -hmm. he's a turd. He didn't know what he's going to do for you. You have Ryan Day, another first-timer, brand-new head coach, working with a new quarterback who just just transferred over here and... You know, you don't know, is he the real deal? Is this kid going to go out there and be a fucking bust? You know, this is Ohio State. This is big time. And Justin Fields is blowing the fucking world away. <laughs> I, I I didn't see that coming with this kid. So, uh, yeah, week two, Cincinnati, who, honest to God, coming in, Cincinnati had a decent team. Like, nobody expected them to win anything, but they had a pretty decent team. And Ohio State won 42 to nothing. They smacked them around a little even, bit. Didn't even try, and they won like that. Uh then Indiana, Ohio State won 51 to 10, and then Miami of Ohio. That was just a fucking spanking. Was this the basketball score game? The this 70, yeah. 76 to 5. <laughs> and then, I'm not going to uh, lie, the first five minutes of that game, people were like, what's yeah, going Miami on? They were Ohio losing. Was, they were holding their own for a good you know, <laughs> minute or two, and then the wheels fell off. And then last week, Nebraska, Ohio State won 48 to 7. This week, however, a real test. Michigan State. Albeit they're they're not the best this year. They're only ranked 25 right now. So Ohio State beating them could knock them right out of the top 25 for good, more than likely. And uh, going to be a tough matchup. But to to answer Kyle's question, I think Ohio State's the real deal. I think they're truly they might be. I would I would put them number two. Alabama's number one. Ohio State's the second best team in the country, in my opinion. I did you see? Uh, was it Mark May? Is it Mark May, the biggest hater, Ohio State hater? Yes. Did you see he came out on ESPN um, earlier this week and said, um, and I quote, Ohio State is the best team in the league right now. In the, in the I did not nation. see that. but He, he goes, he goes. I'm going to surprise a lot of people with this, and I'm going to tell you, Ohio State is the best team in the nation right now. Uh, and he had, I think he had like Alabama number two. I think he had 
uh, Georgia number three or something, and then he had Clemson four or five because of the shit show they put on against North Carolina last week. Yeah, Clemson has looked bad, but uh, before we get to them, we'll, we'll go right down to three, <clears throat> the Georgia Bulldogs. Fuck them. Um, Georgia, I'll give credit because they have had the toughest first four-game schedule of anybody, only because they played the number seven-ranked Notre Dame fighting Irish and beat them. Uh, it was a good-ass game, It was a good game, though. yeah, it was a close <laughs> game. But with that being said, Georgia, they also played Vanderbilt, Murray State, Arkansas State, and then Notre Dame, and then they had a bye week already. So Ohio State's 5-0, and uh, Georgia's 4-0. and So don't get me wrong, you can't discredit their win against uh, Notre Dame. However, they already had their bye, so they've played one less game. So in my opinion, Ohio State should be ranked higher than them. What are the rank? Is that the new rankings you pulled up? Yeah, this was it. So, so they're at so Ohio State moved up one, so they're four. So now. yeah, the AP poll has Ohio State at four. The coaches poll has them at five, with Oklahoma at four. But the top three are the same. So, you know, Oklahoma, or I'm sorry, Georgia. That's that was my point there. They've only played four games, albeit they probably have the 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 greatest win out of anybody in the top five, four, if you will, because we're only doing four. Um, moving down the list to number two is the Clemson Tigers, who have truthfully looked like shit. Um, I don't know. They don't look the same. Trevor Lawrence hasn't looked as crisp as everybody thought he was going to be, and they struggled in week two, albeit a, a you know, top 25 team in Texas A&M. Week one, they dominated Georgia Tech. Week two, Texas A&M. They struggled a little bit, then they pulled away 14-10, to 10. And then at Syracuse, 41-6, beating, um, I don't even know who the fuck this team is. Is that Charlotte? I think it's the University of Charlotte. Yeah, it's Charlotte. It's MIT. They play it's, it's, Well, it said CLT is their abbreviation. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck it's is a, that? It's a tech school. <laughs> so they beat the shit out of uh, Charlotte, 52-10. to And then they played an unranked North Carolina on the road, and they barely snuck out with that win. North Carolina could have won that game. North Carolina should have won that, that game. Going for absolutely. two. I love the ballsy yep. call by that coach. I mean, coach. hey, when you're playing the number two team in the country, the defending Fucking national go champions, for it. you have no business being that close. If you have that opportunity, take it. Yeah. So I can't knock him for that. That's balls. I love it. However, it didn't work out. Clemson snuck out with a victory, and still they're somehow ranked number two. And I'm sorry, but I don't agree with the, you know, product of last year because they won good yeah. for them that's why it's they're staying I mean, yeah because people it's a new fucking it's all they season. remember is what last year was so if you unless you lose they're not going to drop you like you know in any other sport you know the patriots win the super bowl last year when the season starts they're tied at zero 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 with everybody else they don't just automatically get first place in the division because they won last year you know what i mean well it's funny in in, in college football how it's there's quality losses and then there's no there's no such thing as quality wins. Meaning, so Notre Dame, for example, I'll go back to Notre Dame because why not? So they lost against Georgia, but that's a quality loss, as they call it, right? It was against a team that's ranked higher than you, so you only dropped what two or three spots. I think they're number ten now. Yeah. Um. But the the thing is, when you win, it's like they don't talk about like it's a quality win. Meaning, okay, you almost lost to North Carolina, so we're gonna take that in consideration. No, a win's a win. You know, either you win or you win. Or you win or you don't win, and you stay where you're at. But if you lose, and you lose to a closely ranked team, then you might not drop a spot. You might drop one spot, and that's it. It's just weird how even if you beat a really shitty team by only one point, how they don't knock that against you. Well, to an extent, they do to some teams. Because I do remember Ohio State Week 1, Florida Atlantic. You know, I think I said the score was 45-21. to So that was a relatively close game. Yeah. 
little closer for comfort than than people would have wanted for Ohio State. So that was a big concern coming out of week one. I think Ohio State actually dropped one rank one rank spot after week one because of that. Because they didn't win by 50, they only won by 20. Yeah. They were like, wow, that's not impressive. So it hurts some teams, but because Clemson also has the national championship behind them, yeah. that's what prevents them from getting hurt. But I think, you know, a 21-20 to 20 win against an unranked North Carolina team they should have you, dropped. You don't at least move two, at all. You're still two, two second spots, two, three place, spots, yeah. Or yeah. number two, I should say. Because I mean, you should uh, at least I, drop. I don't like that. You should at least drop to the bottom of the undefeated teams there, a little bit lower than where you're at right now. I agree. And then, not to be, you know, unbiased aside, obviously Ohio State, I think, is a great team. But again, I have graciously said they should be second place because first place, in my opinion, no question about it. Alabama has just been blowing the doors off of people. And I think an Alabama-Ohio State national championship could be fucking epic. Um, so I won't go over all of Alabama's wins, but let's just say they've each game they've won by you know double digits, and none of them have really been that close. I mean, Mississippi, Ole Miss last week. They, they haven't really played anybody. Yeah, they also, same with Ohio State. They've been playing Little Sisters of the Poor, but they have been doing so graciously, and I don't know, it's, it's Alabama. It's they haven't done anything to knock them, and they really haven't done anything great to hurt you know to to give too great of a case, except for they were already one number one. They haven't done anything to hurt that, so keep them at number one. I think I, I don't know their schedule, but I, I know they have some tough teams coming up in the next two weeks here. I think I mean yeah, they're, they're, they play in the SEC, so like this week they are playing the twenty fifth. I don't even know where they're what they're ranked right now. Uh, Texas A and M. I thought they were ranked. I think yeah, they're twenty fifth. I guess. They play twenty, yeah. The Texas A&M this week, next week, Tennessee, then Arkansas. Um, Number five, LSU, and then Mississippi State, and then the end of this end of this year, it's all against Auburn. So, yeah, so at, they have they have Auburn, maybe true who, two know, true tests in there, ranked top ten. So yeah, Alabama definitely has a tough schedule going out. Uh, Clemson, on the other hand, playing in the ACC. Uh, the, the, their schedule for the rest of the year is pretty fucking easy, if I'm being honest. But still, I'm going to be pretty pissed off if, let's say hypothetically, we go into the playoffs, both teams undefeated. Ohio State wins the Big Ten, you know, everything. Clemson, they win the ACC, because why wouldn't they? But let's just say that we go in with the same record. How are you going to say Clemson should be number two over Ohio State when Ohio State didn't, you know, I mean, I can't predict the future, so who knows if it'll happen or not. But that, that North Carolina win, I'm telling you, People need to hold that against Clemson, in my opinion. Well, but I mean, look at the rest of Ohio State's schedule. So they play twenty fifth. They play Michigan State next week. Yep. Um, then they play Northwestern. Nothing. But then they play top ten they, Wisconsin. They play Wisconsin. Then you got an off week against Maryland and Rutgers. Basically, top fifteen could be at the time of the game. Yeah. Top ten Penn State. Yeah, Penn State and then Michigan. Who and then Michigan will probably be unranked at that time because they're fucking terrible. But still, I mean, that's but, a true test. Yeah, I mean, you play the Big Ten. Big Ten's no joke. They have yeah. ranked teams. A lot of people like to shit on Ohio State to begin with. And, I mean, if you look at – that's why I wanted to do that. I pulled up the other top three teams yeah, because yeah. you want to look at their schedules and go, oh, shit, they haven't played anybody either. That's just how college football is. Sure. So for people that make that argument, there's our there's our rebuttal against that. So we're both and, in agreement here that we – I agree what you're saying is that yeah. they are that damn I think, good. I think Ohio State really is that my, good. My one thing team. I was talking to somebody about this is I think this is the most complete that I've seen Ohio State. Like last year um, – I agree. With Haskins, they were good. But Haskins was strictly a passer. Yes. Absolutely, fields can pass and can run like a gazelle. It's just also. the most complete team I've seen: yeah. defense, offense, the receivers, the running back. Dobbins is a fucking beast. Yep. But then you bring in what's his? I, I forget the backup running back. Um. Ah. Uh, 
I, I, I know who you're the talking name's about. eluding me though. But you bring him in and he's your bruiser. He runs over you. <laughs> no, it's okay though. I mean, but he runs over you. I mean, like you have a number one, number two running back. Your receivers are all on fire this year. Your quarterback can run on you or pass. I mean, I think the last game you had what four touchdowns passing and one running. Yeah, um, he's. I think he's the only player in uh, college that has a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown in each game or something like that. I like to read these abstract, as Greg Sherwood would call them, fun facts, and I. Uh, I don't know that one. I didn't remember or retain properly, but I could have swore that's what I read. Maybe it was before Master Saturday. Teague. That's what it is. Yeah, because I remember when I said it on the newscast last that's week. A cool I'm like, name. I was like Master Peace playing. What? Yeah. No, it's Master Teague is your uh. backup. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. All right, but, uh, uh, <laughs> but still, that's my point. Though, like they have in their defense, let's not even start their defense. Yeah, no, the Ohio State's going to have a lot of players getting picked in, like they do every NFL, year, like they do every year. But this they year, they get depleted and then they restock. And you saw, I think, what well, two weeks ago, I think I mentioned that the number one ranked linebacker in the nation uh, committed to Ohio State. Yeah, I saw that. That's crazy. I mean, they always get great recruits. Oh, but I mean, it's it's just they keep restocking. So my damn cats are having a wrestling match around me. It's like Royal Rumble over here. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so with that being said, I do think Ohio State's really good. And, I mean, you can't afford to piss away a game like they did against Purdue last year. But I don't think that this Ohio State team is going to do that. I just think there's way too much fucking talent. Agree. And nothing against Urban Meyer, but this team is so well coached and, and focused, it looks like. As long as nothing changes, we're in great shape. So, good talk there a little bit. A little bit of college football. We haven't talked college football too much. Yeah, because I look at it, like I said, you know, it's kind of like the preseason. Yeah. So I like to get that out of the way before they start. We'll have to have a little mini contest, the bowl games, when we get to the bowl oh, season. Oh, of course. We yeah. definitely will. We'll get everybody involved with that. Uh, moving on, shout out to Chipper. He is our week three winner of the Browns predict the score game that we do on Facebook that I sometimes remember with enough time. And sometimes I post it a little bit before kickoff because that's the kind of person that I am. I love how week by week we're making Chipper more of a uh, Browns and Indians fan because, oh, you know, I, I do love more. That. He talks more about the uh, Cleveland teams. Than yeah, he we does. do seem to get a lot of people that hate the quote unquote, hate the Browns, but they love to comment on every Browns post. Cause I can safely say that I am not a Steeler fan. I'm not a Ravens fan. So I don't go searching for anything related to them. He knows a lot about... I skip right over it. I know a lot about the Steelers and Ravens too, but I fucking hate them. They can all go suck a dick. So every time I see a a post on Facebook, I'm like, oh, what what did this Ravens player do or this Steelers player do? And I just skip right over it because I go, I don't fucking care. I'm not Well, you saw the You saw the post from Chipper. We're just going to talk about Chipper now since you won the contest. Yeah, this is his his segment. This is what happens His latest Facebook post, mind you, an Atlantic Brave fan. Uh, they say Atlantic, Atlanta. Brave I was going to let you Sorry. go with it. I was okay. going to bring it up later. I'll correct yeah. myself. Certain <laughs> people like to listen to the show and uh, correct me on my words. So eat a dick. Um, with the Cleveland Indians going to pick up Kluber's option and planning on Carrasco coming back as a starter, would you trade Plesac and is that Chevelle to get a quality position player? This is a non-Indians fan posing questions on his own Facebook page. I think it's a uh, Cervelli. How are you yeah, the pitcher? Yeah. yeah. Um, I do find that kind of funny. A guy mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know, this is what happens when you win also. So shout out to Chipper for being the first one because I think Sorry, buddy. We did this post or this contest, I should say, uh, during week two of the season, and I believe Bo won. So shout out to Bo. I think it was Bo. I or, don't know. Or maybe it was uh it wasn't Jamie. It was one of those two. One of your friends. They won the, the week two and I told them get me a segment in and they, they didn't, didn't tell me anything. No, so no. unfortunately, but we did have a secret one-on-one uh, FaceTime with Bo last we did, week. But you know that wasn't recorded or anything. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> we had to protect the innocent. Of course. So yeah, so he won. He did not submit anything, and unfortunately, there's no, you know, you can't recruit 
recoup your prize later. You either do it while we do it, or you, you don't get on the air, unfortunately. So Chipper did get his segment in really quick. And with Chipper's point, we'll get to him in a minute, of the, the serious point. But again, if you win, you do get a little bit of a roasting. So Slight roasting. Of course, Chipper, uh, for those of you that don't know, let's give a quick background on him. He was, of course, born in 1922. <laughs> he became an Atlantic Braves fan, as Kyle would call them, as he was coming over on the Mayflower. He just really liked the Braves because he saw that we were stealing the land from the Native Americans. So he, he saw really the took it. He took, he took a he liking to him. I like it. And then he uh, he, gave he actually it. is the first person to invent the, you know invent the name Chipper. Yes, uh, he gave it. Actually, to, uh, fun fact: no, he he, he's he the ripped father. that right off of Chipper Jones. So <laughs> what one day, young Chipper, uh, I say that sarcastically. He was actually 85 at the time. He saw rookie. Chipper Jones come up to the major league. And by rookie, we mean little league. Yeah, was... yeah. I'm talking, he was still a child, but his parents <laughs> called him Chipper. And again, our Chipper from the show was, again, 85 at the time. He's still holding on. And he, he heard that name, and he loved it. He fell in love. And he said, this kid's going to be great. And he went right down to the courthouse, legally changed his name to Chipper. And then when he walked out and told everybody, hey, my name's Chipper now, they're like, oh, why do you call you, why does everyone call you that? And he goes, they don't. I'm the only one who calls me that. <laughs> and he just stuck with it. So kudos to him being a longtime Braves fan. Um, he, he, he doesn't know what football team to root for at his age. He has dementia creeping in. His brain's not what he used to be. So he, he just liked the colors. I don't know why. Rumor has it he was a Browns fan at one time. Yeah, that's what I heard. And then he just, for some reason, I don't know why, he just started thought He woke up one morning and said, oh, I, I'm rooting yeah, for the was, Steelers today. He was helping Art Modell move because, you know, he retired already because, again, Chipper's 90-something years old. So he was retired. He had he just wanted something, some busy work. So he became a professional mover. He was helping Art Modell move. And then he got bonked on the head by some sort of trophy or bullshit. And, yeah, when he came to, he just saw the colors, yellow and well, gold. He drove through Pittsburgh this. on his way to Baltimore taking the yeah, moving truck. Yeah, he doesn't remember any of that, though. He was concussed oh, okay. at his okay. age. That's the and, rumor, uh, though. It's a yeah, rumor, though. Yeah, so he became a Steeler fan after that. And you could tell he's not really a Steeler fan because he doesn't seem to know much about them. No, no. And, uh, Other than the fact they only have six rings. That's all he talks about. Yeah, that's that's all any Steeler fan can talk about, yeah. though. I think it's an epidemic. There's something in the water there. And uh, so, yeah, so Chipper loves Cleveland sports teams, apparently, and uh, loves this show. So shout out to Chipper. Thank you for participating in everything that we do. Hope you win again next week. Yeah, we'll, this will we'll, be great. We'll write Chapter 2 of your autobiography. Yeah, I, I got a lot more. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so Chipper, if, if you do win the contest, you are eligible to submit an, a topic or a segment idea, something like that, that you would like to hear on the show or hear us do, whatever. And Chipper decided to go with, I am a huge fan of the carbonated seltzer drinks. He asked me to basically have a little boxing match between White Claws and Zima. What's the difference? Let's talk a little bit about them. And then his also speaking about age again. That's where, where yeah. Zima comes from. Zima, yeah, because that was when Chipper was like, you know, Zima came out. He was about, I think he was eighty-seven at the time. Yeah. So he was putting on his, his sheer fishnet tops. He was going out to the clubs trying to pick up ladies. He uh, he of course had his hair bleached because that's what everybody did in the nineties. And he was out there trying to pick up chicks. And of course, none of them wanted to talk to him because they were like, "Get out of here, Grandpa!" Ew. And he just stood at the bar and ordered Zimas. And he he one time got a little too much heartburn and. The doctor told him he can't drink Zimas anymore, so he stopped. And now White Claws are out, and his doctor also told him he can't have White Claws because he's not really allowed to drink any type of alcohol with all the medications that he's on. So he wants to know it's what a White Claws like. It's bad like. for the heart. Yeah, and at his age, it could be too safe. So in my opinion, the difference between Zima and White Claws, Zima to me is, I would say it's basically a fucking glorified Smirnoff. 
You know what I mean? Like a Smirnoff ice, like, you know, you can ice people, quote unquote, whatever. I mean, I guess. I mean, they all taste like. Well, that's what Azima was, yeah, essentially. I mean, it, I mean if, if, I, if I do remember back in my younger years, uh, I did have a sip of Azima, and I thought it was the absolute worst. I thought it was just a really bad tasting water thing. It was yeah. horrible. Horrible. I agree with that. I, uh, I, I've tried Zima before, and I am not a fan. And I, however, did try White Claw, and I am an avid fan of... See, this is a thing I've noticed, a, a trend on this show. It's almost like people are trying to peer pressure me into stop drinking White Claws or, or natty, natty Natural Light Seltzers, which I'm currently drinking right now. And to those of you at home that think you're going to one day convert me out of drinking these, you can suck on my ass. I tell you what, if penises jizzed out fucking seltzer alcohol, I'd probably suck a dick or two if I really wanted to because they're fucking delicious and there's nothing that anybody's going to do and nothing anybody can do to stop me from drinking these delicious nectars. Why'd you have to do the dick sucking though? That's kind of weird. Because I think it's hilarious to do that about things. If you really like it and you're willing to suck a dick for it, that means it's it's that good. That's your stamp of approval. I don't want to hear somebody just go, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. I've had those. I like them. I want to hear, yeah, if that's what cum tasted like, I would suck a dick. That's, so that's, that's, where, that's exactly. where you draw the line. So yeah. If, so if there's any if there's any high-level companies, obviously highbrow also, that want to work with us and let us do promotions and stuff like that, that's how I would give a commercial. If your product is good enough, I would suck a dick for it. So, okay that's endorsement so, <laughs> that's endorsement so we were working on a possible like uh you know advertisement agreement with certain companies but i'm not quite sure white claws that close to putting so good you'd suck our dick for it well the problem with white claws is they already are being sold to people that love sucking dick so i don't think i'm going to persuade them because it is predominantly a woman drink so yeah I, well i'm glad you admit that oh yeah of I, course. I feel it's a phase with you i feel you're going to get out of that phase because i mean you're not going to be a we have a vacation going on here in two weeks. Well, you have a wedding. I have a vacation. Um, that I don't have to go. I mean, to, you don't, you to don't have wedding, to. To the wedding. I can go on the vacation. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, well, that's fine. You know, you might not make it back. No pressure. Um, but I don't think they're going to have seltzer shit down there for you. So you're going to be stuck drinking your beers and your mixed drinks. No, but see, that's a problem. That's going to that... break it. That's your addiction's going to be broken no, at this that is, point. No, this is my problem with men today uh is they 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 have to act like you're some sort of man for drinking specific drinks if your goal at the end of the day is to get drunk who fucking cares what that person drank to get drunk why does it have to be a oh you you don't drink ipas or you don't like uh fucking poor drunk just drink it and get drunk who nobody gives a tit who fucking cares what anybody's do you drinking? drink it with your pinky in the air as you take a sip uh usually yeah just because i have these big hands so i gotta I, they don't fit on the can anyway so that do you know how i know you're gay um, I, I just, I have I'm just concerned with the, uh, seltzer strength. I, that, that natural light, you know, natty fan there, but I just can't drink that stuff. The carbonation alone is what gets me. I don't know why I just, I can't do it. See, I don't, I don't get anything like that. I don't really get heartburn and digestion, things do you like, like that. You like gin so. and tonics? I mean, I love them. Yeah. I, of course vodka tonics are my favorite go-to, uh, <laughs> mixed drink. I drink vodka tonics like they're going out of style. And no, cause who fucking cares what anybody's drinking? If you're drinking to get drunk, you're, you're drinking. It doesn't matter. Oh, you, people care. People well, some care. some people people that have nothing better to do than to worry about other people care is what I would put it. I've never I, once, I do worry about you. But I've never drinking once gone white to a claws, I'm worried about you. And I've never looked at another person's drink and actually gave a shit. To be honest, I've never cared. If you're at a bar and you're getting a drink, get whatever the fuck you want. Whatever gets you loose has, helps you have a good time. Get it. Because not everybody's <laughs> the same. 
I was trying to find a uh, picture of uh, Chipper. There was a photo. It's black and white. He was standing next to Abe Lincoln. No, no, I no. This I saw was, the same one. This was a, this was a very in-shape Chipper with a mullet. Oh, okay. I was talking about, yeah, his, his kindergarten photo. He was, no, no, he this, was in class with This was with his mid-50s photo I was trying to find. Oh, geez. Yeah, it was crazy. Big cameras back yeah. then? I mean, it's actually chiseled, but you can make mm. the mullet out. Makes sense. Yeah. No, and all serious, though, Chipper, you're a good guy. We love debating with you. Uh, you're always welcome on the show, obviously, if if, if we vote on it. But um, I think Steel is a good week to get him on. It could be. The only issue, though, is that we typically record after like 6 o'clock, and I think it's lights out at the home <laughs> at like 4.30, so he might not be able to get out of the Little house. bottle of Insure, and he's sleeping. <laughs> I get it. I can't wait to see who wins next week, because if the topic this week stems this much of a roast uh, back and forth, and um, we did some digging in social media, too, uh, I can't wait. Um, I'm hoping it's one of my other jackass friends that, that win. So. Yeah, let's just say uh, if Chipper's running for office anytime soon, <laughs> we, we might have something to stop that. <laughs> uh, all serious now, though, uh, is great. Thanks for but the... No, uh, I do love the contest, and I love the back and forth between people and all that bullshit. I love that kind of stuff. So thank you, Chipper, for being a good sport. That's the... That's the, the heart and soul of this show is to bust balls, be funny, don't take anything seriously. It's uh, not. I thought we took everything seriously on the show. Yeah, it's some some people might. but uh, I, 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 I go home every night and cry, actually. I'm good. I <laughs> sleep like a baby every night, honest to God. I've never done a thing in my life that I regretted. So. At least not yet. You got, you got two weeks ago. Yeah, I got – Yeah, my biggest regrets coming in <laughs> 23 days. Um, so, yeah, the uh, Major League Baseball playoffs are kicking off. They are – uh, hot and heavy. Uh, we were going to record last night, but Kyle had some car trouble. Uh, as I said on Facebook, some is minor. He was yeah, he was on his way to California to wake up the guy from Green Day because September had ended, and his car broke down. So, so I'm not going to lie. I read that, and I'll admit, what the fuck is this guy talking about? And then I thought about I know, it a lot of people probably didn't get it, and after, I love jokes. After like that. that, I was like, I was, and then it took me a minute. I'm like, ah. Nice, yeah. good reference. Thank I get you. it now. It's like what a fucking idiot I am. I put a comment up like that. I, I'm sh- it only got like two likes. So a lot of people probably had no fucking idea what I was talking about. But as soon as I typed it up, I laughed to myself, and that's <laughs> all I need. <laughs> yeah, my, minor car issues are uh, are a debate there. I mean, I won't even go into it now. We'll go into it later. But uh, yeah, it's been a very interesting two days. Yes, yeah, so we did have to postpone the recording for a day, uh, which is fine. But uh, before we recorded yesterday, there had been no wildcard game for the Major League Baseball playoffs. So with that being said, we are unfortunately one game behind. Uh, Washington did beat uh, Milwaukee yesterday. I'm glad the Indians could help with Washington getting into the fucking wildcard. And they truly did. And Washington really did a number on us not getting in it. Uh, The Indians, of course, did not make the playoffs for the first time in years. They have uh, not made it in the first time since not using Chief Wahoo. Is there funny a, how that works out? You don't have the uh, the power of the Indians anymore. No, no you. fuck you, Jobu. You know that's why you uh, you built the stadium on an ancient Indian burial ground, and you, you're using those powers, and you took it all away. You they slapped did. the Native Americans in the face by getting rid of Chief Wahoo. They didn't sacrifice a chicken. That's why. Yeah, it's bullshit. So uh, postseason is underway. The 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 American League playoff game. Oh, God, he looks like Jeff Jarrett and Dale Earnhardt Jr. fucked. <laughs> That's crazy. Sorry, we just saw an old picture of Chipper, and I couldn't bite my tongue on that one. Oh, my God, he looks like he's in a country music video. That his wife just left him at the altar. <laughs> like He's writing a song about it right now. Like, me and my dog and my truck, we're going to have ourselves a hit record after this one. <laughs> oh, Chipper, thank you. Um, 
But yeah, so the American League... Uh, hashtag just joking. <laughs> hashtag those might have to go on Facebook soon. <laughs> um, but uh, so the American League wildcard game is underway right now. It literally just started. Uh, Tampa Bay against Oakland. Could have been the Indians, but the Indians pissed it all away. Who are we kidding? They weren't going to win and, it anyways. You know, I'd been saying it all along. This team was just <laughs> overmatched. They didn't have the goods. They didn't have the gusto to let alone get to the playoffs. I My big thing was if they did make the playoffs... They would have stood no fucking chance against the Houston Astros in a five-game series for the first round. No, no. fucking chance. I think they listened um, to you. I mean, they li- the Indians are very. They were very avid listeners of our yeah. show. I mean, less players on the team. Yeah, about I, half from, from true from football. So definitely more fans for the, from the Browns. But but the people who listened to it, it really it really went home with them, and they, I think they were just emotionally just beat up. You know, you know, Justin said, I can't win talking about balls is putting us down. There's just no chance. We're going to give up right now. And as most of you have probably learned from listening to the show, I am rarely wrong. So oh, fuck there's it, just another go. one. I told you all the Indians weren't going to do shit. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> so yeah, the playoffs are starting. Obviously Houston, the one seed Yankees two, twins three right now, the fourth and final wild card spot is being played for, with the Tampa Bay Rays and the Oakland Athletics. On the National League side, you have the number one Los Angeles Dodgers against the wildcard winning Washington Nationals. And then you have two versus three, Atlanta against St. Louis Cardinals. This is going to be the first. We aren't going to watch the World Series down in Dominican, are we? Uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be on at that time. Is the World Series going to be on at the same time we're going to be there? Yeah, it should be. What a sports week it's going to be That's, down yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, so far, every time I've gone down to the, to the Dominican, there's been a World Series. And then uh, the other cool thing is... The NBA season starts, so you get some basketball games down there, too. Unfortunately for Cavs fans, they suck now, so they're not going to get any national games because when I was down there before, they were playing Cavs games, and that was fucking awesome. But uh, what are you going to do? You can't win them all. Uh, I don't think there's going to be much to watch for the Cavs this season again except for watching the young players develop. But uh, but back to baseball. Postseason, let's do some picks here. Uh, we'll make this one because we haven't done one in a while. Oh, no. Um, Let's. You want to make this a punishment? I didn't even talk about this at all. I want everyone to wow. know. Wow, this is my first time bringing it up to Kyle. We have yet to do a punishment since his uh, ice bath loss that he took. Oh, those were the good old days so, back in yeah. uh, the heyday of our uh, existence. Yeah, back when things were a little bit simpler times. You know, a little bit more fun. All right. So, what's the wager extent. here? Well, are we picking World so Series? So I was gonna say we'll pick. Yeah, we'll just pick a World Series team, and. Unless we have the same team. I mean, obviously, that's going to negate. I don't want you to, to, to make a pick just to not pick a team that I'm picking, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so first and foremost, I'll give my pick. I think the Houston Astros are the best team in baseball, and I think the Houston Astros are winning the whole damn thing. Yeah, it's hard to really bet against the Houston Astros, honestly. Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, not to just, I mean, I get it, it's one versus one, but I was looking at the Dodgers also, because the Dodgers are pretty fucking loaded. But truth be told, it comes down to pitching, and Houston has hands down the best pitching in all of baseball. Yeah, Verlander really Garrett reaching Cole back in that youth and too. And Justin Verlander could both they, they could be dual Cy Young winners together on the same team. That's how fucking good they are. So for me, I can't pick anybody to beat them in a seven game series. You know, because alone. I'm a team player and just for the show, I'm gonna take I'll take the Dodgers. Okay. Because why not? And uh so we'll basically go how do you want to do it? If whichever so, team goes farther. I'd say yeah, whatever team makes it the furthest and 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 whatever, that's the winner. So obviously, if it's a if it's a Houston Dodgers World Series, then then, I, then it's going to be very stressful seven games. Yeah. 
Um, are we going to... Well, it'll be a very fun four for me because the Astros will sweep that. But anyway, go back to what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, are we going to... We'll throw out the punishment in the next couple episodes here. Maybe. Yeah, we got to think about it because honestly, this was a spur-of-the-moment decision yeah, I just made about while looking at this bracket. It made me think of the home run derby, and yeah. that's when I was like... Huh, fuck it. Let's try I like to make it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So. In, in this in a in this team sport here, I'll go ahead and I'll pick the Dodgers just for fun. Okay, that works. So we will do that. And uh, you know, like I said, we'll come up with punishment. This one's going to be light compared to the NFL picks. So it's nothing crazy like the ice bath thing. We'll do something. We like keep that. building up the punishment for the NFL picks. The guy. We still I'm, don't even know what we're doing for the NFL pick, but we have some fucking ideas, and they are. They're not going to be fun. So I think what we got to do too is also throw out uh, to our our people who listen, have them pick um what they think oh yeah yeah. we'll definitely do that we'll do a fan thing um you know winner will get something i don't know we're in the i don't want to promise things yet because we don't have them but we are in the process of a website we are in the process of a logo which will then produce merch so we will eventually have things to give away like stickers Uh, we want to do you know bumper stickers we want to do t-shirts hats maybe because if it comes out the way we've kind of envisioned it because kyle and i both of us are don't even pretend to claim we're artists. <laughs> and uh, it was a very, very rough, rough sketch that I came up with. But the idea looked amazing. The, yeah, the logo is, is sweet, and we should be in good shape as long as it all comes to fruition nicely. So, um, I'm sorry. Kyle was showing. I'm trying to read. I read from the bottom up like an idiot, and it didn't make sense to me, and I confused myself. <laughs> right? Ideas and comments, and maybe you guys will choose that. Punishment. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. So, well, yeah, if you guys have any punishment ideas... Send them our way. Yeah, uh, I like that. Let's let let's them pick the punishment again. I, I, let's let's say the ice challenge was like a six. Would you say out of ten? Maybe not even. You you experience it. I don't want to put numbers in your mouth. No, I yeah, I, I'd probably go five or six. Out okay, of 10. so we'll say middle of the road five. Yeah. I would say for this punishment, we're kind of looking to stay in that same neighborhood. Yeah. So if you think of a punishment, think of a five or a six. We're not going ten. That's going to be for the. That's the NFL. That's the NFL. One. Yeah. Unfortunately. Which yeah. I do have a two-point lead on, but uh, we <laughs> that's going to be the big one. So if you guys have any suggestions for some punishments, you know, we'd love to hear them. We may or may not necessarily take it, but... We'll put it on Facebook. We'll yeah. uh, we'll open up a thread and have you guys just, just leave your comments. Just in the comments and we'll, we'll make some picks. Uh, and then going back to another thing Chipper was saying, you were talking about his, his Cleveland Indians post when he's a self-proclaimed Atlanta Braves fan. Um, Atlantic Braves fan. Atlantic Braves, I forgot. Yeah, they play a little it's, bit closer a new to the, the ocean in the Atlantic. <laughs> um, so he was talking about the tribe, and I want—I did want to touch on that. That's why I kind of skipped over it when Kyle was bringing it up. I wanted to keep it with the baseball segment. Um, but yes, the Indians did pick up the option on Corey Kluber. Uh, they declined the option on Jason Kipnis, who didn't see that coming. Uh, they're going to resign him, though. There, there are rumors that they're they're open to bringing him back, but obviously less than the like sixteen or eighteen million he was supposed to make. It was something like that. Seventeen something, I think. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Well, that's we're perfect. I said sixteen or seventeen. Met, met me right in the middle. There you go. <laughs> You're always right though. But uh, but yeah. So Kluber got his extension picked up, and I'm a little. It's a little bittersweet because I know they picked up the um the option from Michael Brantley last year. And then this year, when faced a chance to sign him to a long-term contract, they balked. They didn't keep him. And I feel like because the Indians missed the playoffs only by a few games, you know, maybe a guy like Michael Brantley, if you have him for the entire season from the beginning of the year on, you get those extra few wins and you are a playoff team. Because if you remember in the beginning of the season for the Indians, it was fucking garbage. It was hard to watch. They were throwing out guys I had never heard of. We had so many injuries. Francisco Lindor missed a huge chunk of time. Our outfield was a fucking mess. They didn't have Oscar Mercado called up yet. Uh, half of our pitching staff was all fucked up. We had 
uh, Clevenger had the back injury. Kluber was a little fucked up before he went on. He, he missed the whole year. I think Carrasco was healthy, but Carrasco was pitching like shit. Uh, Shane Bieber was up, but, I mean, he was doing okay. Nothing crazy. But, yeah, the beginning of the year, it was really tough to watch the Indians. But, and, yeah, we still won 90-some games. And that's what I'm saying. Imagine if they crazy. would have just bit the bullet and paid Michael Brantley or paid one guy to be here to, to, to make a difference, I think that would have made a difference in our season. I truly do. Agree, agree. I mean, a lot of questions going into the offseason. What are we going to do? What are we not going to do? Uh, are we going to pay anybody? No, of course not. I mean, that's the big question is what what kind of – you know the window is closing. Francisco Lindor is not going to be here much longer. Um, the Indians have basically outright told us that. So now is your chance to make a strong push before you have to re – you know, you, you got to empty the cabinet – and refill it eventually. So why don't you fucking go all in right now? That's my two cents. But you know the Indians and their their cheap ways, more than likely not going to be interested in following that philosophy. No, it's it's. I mean, it's we're gonna be another ninety some win team next year, just because. I mean, of who we have on the team, the coach we have. I just don't think it's gonna be enough again next year. I think it's gonna be two back to back seasons. We don't make the playoffs. That's bold prediction. No, it makes sense to me. I could see that 100%. I, I won't give a prediction like that till I mean, i got to see what they do in the offseason. Um, but I could definitely see them not doing anything too crazy, nothing that's going to you know make fans go crazy and buy tickets and shit like that. Um, on that note, though, we are going to get towards the end of the episode here. This is where we do a little – we won't go too much around the NFL. Nothing really too crazy happened last week. Uh, we talked about the Browns. I don't want to recap too much. It's already Wednesday. You guys already know what happened in football. Um Vontas Perfect got suspended for the rest of his life, possibly. What a fucking rightfully idiot. so. Where there's, you know, it, it it's such a pattern with him that he's a dirty player. So this was kind of long overdue by the NFL, but I won't dwell on it too much because he is, of course, appealing. Who knows what's really going to end up happening? I could see him. I could see the NFL sticking with this punishment. Truth be told, he's done. I think that you know. He, I don't see he's played his last game, but close to. Yeah. What an idiot. Um. So we will get around to our picks, as I said earlier. I did already make mine so i'm gonna let kyle make his and then i will read mine afterwards because uh i just want to i want you all to know that this way he can't make picks to try to just get ahead you know what i mean like this is just straight up here we are blind picking and that's the fun of it all well that's no fun i have to catch two games here so and you got a little bit of catching up to do so next next week though i'll i'll you do your picks and i'll make mine early and then you can pick yours on the show absolutely so uh first game here uh i'll read my answer after kyle gives his again okay. Kyle can confirm. Mine are all written down. They are. They're good. Uh, so we have Thursday night football tomorrow night. Los Angeles Rams at Seattle. Um, Rams. Easy pick. Same with me. Yeah. Uh, Seattle at home obviously is a little tough, but I do think the Rams kind of fo- found their offensive stride last Sunday. They did lose to the Buccaneers. They kind of got their doors blown off, but uh, but I feel like offensively they figured it out. That was a so weird, that was a weird out, ass game. It was a very weird game. So if they can... Click on defense. I think the offense is going to be on another level now, and the Rams are going to be back to their Super Bowl contending ways. Uh, now we're on to Sunday. We have Arizona at Cincinnati. Uh, I'm going to go. What a shit game this is. You're telling um, me. <laughs> who's going to watch this? But out of these two, I'm going to go um, Arizona. I think Cincinnati just has a horrible team. Uh, their defensive line and offensive line can't protect or rush anybody. I have the same exact pick on that one also. Uh, yeah, I agree. Cincinnati, I think, is up there with Min- uh, Miami as one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, I think Cincinnati has just enough veteran leadership that they're going to win a couple. They Cincinnati might go plays Miami this year, don't they? 
They should, I believe. Oh, you know, the AFC North be. and the AFC East, I believe they all play each other this year. So, mm. uh, Next game, we have Buffalo at Tennessee. Buffalo's coming off of a very tough, hard-fought loss against the New England Patriots. Tennessee is coming off an absolute shellacking they gave the fucking uh, Atlanta Falcons. So, Kyle, it's a, who do you it's got? It's a tough pick here, but honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Buffalo. I think Buffalo's been playing very well this year, and they kind of showed it against New England. I think that... Um, I don't know. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a close game, but I'm going to go Buffalo gets it at the end. I think Buffalo is kind of screwed, truth be told, because of Josh Allen. I think he will hold them back forever, but I do think they are very well coached. I think their defense is legit. But again, I think offensively, they're a little handicapped with Josh Allen. I'm not a fan. And I also picked the Buffalo Bills. No, nice. (laughs) We're on a fucking roll. All right, now we are flying all the way out to jolly old England, where you have the Chicago Bears taking on the Oakland Raiders, but again, it's uh, overseas, so take that into consideration. I'm not going to take into consideration because it's the Raiders, so I'm going to go with the Bears on this one. I think the Bears are going to bend them over. Bears also are without Mitch Trubisky, That's though, okay. but their defense is that fucking yeah, good. No, I mean, I took the Bears yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> We're off and running here, folks. All right, next game we have Tampa Bay, who again just put up 50 something points on the Los Angeles Rams at New Orleans, who are 2-0 and without Drew Brees. Teddy Bridgewater doing just enough to yeah, that manage team, that, that team. That team is surprising. The Saints defense is pretty fucking good. Um, I, I have to go with New Orleans here. I, I think uh, they're going to pull through. I think they showed who they are last week against Dallas because Dallas is no joke of a team. And they shut Dallas down. And they Dallas shut, was undefeated. They one of the best offenses in football, at least it looked like. And they shut him the fuck down. Zeke did not eat anything last week. And I went with New Orleans as well. Okay. But that defense is so fucking good. Yeah, I mean, you have Jameis Winston, the turnover machine. And you're going up against a legit defense like that. Um, so I yeah, also went with, absolutely. went with New Orleans. Maybe we'll get a difference of a pick here, but probably not. We have Minnesota at Danny Dimes, the New York Giants, but without Saquon Barkley. Do you see Do you see the uh, Minnesota receivers is fucking throwing uh, cousins under cousins the bus? Rightfully the bus. so. When you come in as a quarterback and you demand uh, all fucking guaranteed money contract like that, and you come out and shit the bed, you better be fucking good if you're getting paid the Gosh, most like that. That's that's Truth embarrassing, say. right? Uh, but no, I'm going Giants on this one. Um, I think uh, I think the the young quarterback they got there showing uh, some worth, and I think the team's putting together Saquon or no Saquon. I think they're going to be. A, I think they're going to win that team. I think Minnesota game. lit a fire underneath Cousins' ass, and I think that they're going to figure it out on offense. And oh, I think their defense is going to pick here. I think their defense is going to confuse Danny Dimes, and I'm going with the Minnesota okay. Vikings on the road. This is where I make a game up. So here we are. This is Kyle. He was down by two. This could. This could make or break him. Not really, because it's only going to, you know, it's only one game. It's only, but. <laughs> only week five. We're still got time. To Next go. one, I feel like this one's going to be a pretty much no-brainer. We have the Jets coming off of a bye week. However, maybe, maybe not Sam Darnold playing again, but they are taking on in Philadelphia the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I actually heard Darnold was back to kissing teammates in the huddle. So yeah, well, he was already doing that even when he still had. The That's where he got my. Oh, what? Oh, the okay. Jets are so bad. They were actually most of the players were asking him to kiss them so they I could see. miss some Get games too. Nice. Le'Veon Bell has been trying to blow Sam Darnold in the shower every day since he got diagnosed. <laughs> hot, hot Darnold won't let him. He won't let him. But is that's like just a, a rumor. Is, a, is it a team? Rex TMZ, Ryan told uh, me that off the air. Oh, he did. <laughs> yeah, Rex Ryan still has the scoop. I wish Rex Ryan would talk to me. That'd be great. You know, um, a lot of people have their hand on their pulse. Rex Ryan has his foot on the pulse. Yeah, and. Literally. <laughs> He's telling us everything. Uh, I'm going to go, obviously, uh, Philadelphia here. Yeah, that one was kind of a no-brainer. I did the same thing. Um, all right, I'll break down a little bit of Steeler talk here for some because we do have a lot of Steeler fan listeners. I don't understand why. They probably don't even understand half the things that I say. I do use some big words every once in a while. Yint. Um, 
But yeah, so Pittsburgh did get their first win of the season at uh, was it? It was a home game, so what, either way, it doesn't the fuck matter. Knows what high school field yeah, they played. It was on. it was in some dump, some shithole. Uh, but yeah, Pittsburgh did get their first win of the season the other day, taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Again, Cincinnati's terrible. Pittsburgh for the first half of the game looked like they had no fucking idea what they were doing, <clears throat> and then they kind of started airing the ball out a little bit, and that that lo and behold that worked. What do you know about that, Mike Tomlin? Um, a very, very, very unimpressive win against a very unimpressive team. But the Steelers did get their first wins. The 0-4 jokes, 0-3 jokes, all that shit, they're no longer relevant, which was... We had a good run. I but love telling Steelers fans that their team was winless. But the joke of it being Steelers is still funny. Right. I mean, I mean, they still look like shit, and I still expect them to maybe win five games. Maybe. Maybe. But uh, they do have a tough one this week. Baltimore's coming to town. So Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Who you got, Kyle? I hope a bomb drops on the fucking stadium and they both Bane. Die. It's in Pittsburgh. Bane. Come ah, on. Ah, yes. <laughs> we um, all saw the movie. Uh, no, I think I, I'm going Baltimore. I hope Baltimore smacks the shit out of uh, Pittsburgh. I'm going with Baltimore also. Uh, however, my heart, I want to pick Pittsburgh because I think the Browns win Monday. I'll just throw that one out there. I'm not ashamed to admit well, that. We one. both agree. So I have the Browns winning, and a Baltimore loss obviously would be fantastic. Oh, I agree, but, but I, I got to use my brain here. Yeah, go Baltimore's Baltimore. going to smack the shit out of the Steelers. Um, next up, another easy pick, I would think. New England against Washington. Is it easy pick? No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Absolutely. Yeah, New England Patriots all the way. Yeah, actually, uh, before I could write that pick down for Kyle, Dwayne Haskins did throw another interception. <laughs> he did? Unfortunately. Son of a bitch, he's already won in the hole. So, yeah, uh, unfortunately, things are going really bad for Washington. Uh, it's looking like Jay Gruden's going to get fired, which actually could be great for Washington because I think he's a fucking idiot. Um, but it does suck for Dwayne Haskins because, you know, he got the short end of the stick. Uh, Haskins <clears throat> is going to struggle this year. The Redskins are going to be terrible. They're going to fire Groot, and they're going to bring in a new head coach who's probably going to want to bring in his own quarterback, and that could kind of ruin Dwayne Haskins' career before it could even begin. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately that's, yeah. that's the machine Crazy. known as the NFL. Next up, we have a pretty tough one here. We have the battle of the backup quarterbacks, and this is no slouch of backup quarterbacks. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Carolina Panthers. Uh, the power of the mustache, sir. Uh, I'm going Jacksonville. Jacksonville I, I, I have not legit. picked against Jacksonville yet this year. I'm sticking with them. I also went with Jacksonville because I also agree with you that their offense, their defense is really good, but their offense looked like it found a whole new fucking level. No Jalen Ramsey, though, because I still think he's giving birth yeah. to more kids. Yeah, which, you know, I think they'll be okay without yeah, him. I absolutely. truly do. No, Jacksonville. Uh, next up, we have kind of a tough one. Does Atlanta bounce back after getting embarrassed with Dan Quinn's job on the line? Or did the Houston Texans keep on rolling? This is a hard. This is a coin toss for me. I think this was uh, a tough one. You know, I, if I feet to the fire. I have to. I'm going to go Atlanta. I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to go Atlanta. I think they do make a bounce back here. I think uh, Matt Ryan gets his shit together in this one. Um, yeah, I'm going Atlanta. For me, when there's a game that I have to, I can't make a, a quick decision. I have to think about it. You go with the odds. I go with the home team, and it and. If, if they're close. Like Atlanta, Houston, I would say, are pretty close talent-wise. Sure. Um, but, again, I'm just going with the home team, Houston. Oh, I can make it up this week. So this is Those it. Those are the two right there. Yep, these are tough ones. Uh, next game we have Denver at Los Angeles Chargers. Denver's winless. Denver just lost uh, Bradley Chubb for the year. ACL. And uh, Joe Flacco looks like what everybody in Cleveland knew Joe Flacco was as a quarterback. So nothing's really surprising no. to me. Um, but Kyle, I'll let you make Char- the pick. Chargers. Easy yeah, pick. Chargers at home. Easy I did the pick. same thing. That's what I thought. I thought we could make it a little more suspenseful. This one <laughs> could be the game of the week. Truth be told, Green Bay, Fudge Packers 
at Dallas Cowgirls. Could Huge be a, game. Could be a, a game of the week, but I think Dallas makes a bounce back this week. Um, their offense is, I, I think, that much better than the Green Bay defense. I think Dallas is going to have a big game. I think Green Bay's defense just had a horrible outing against Philly last week, and I think they bounce back. So I picked Green Bay on Another the road. Another one. Green I can Bay take on the, the lead this week. Uh, this one, we have the Indianapolis Colts, who are like the little engine that could. They're trying so hard without Andrew Luck, but some things just don't work out for them. Taking on the home Kansas City Chiefs. Talk about running, Sunday night running to a fucking buzzsaw. Yeah, that sucks for, yeah, for I Indianapolis. Mean, Kansas City, obviously. Yeah, you, I, I, you just, I don't think you can them, put against them. Let's be honest. Yeah. So, yeah, I also have KC. And then you agreed with Cleveland for Monday night. Which um, is going to be – it's a very in, interesting game. I mean, other than being biased and picking Cleveland. Uh, but the undefeated 49ers – um, yeah, I offense. think they are. They're the worst undefeated team in sure. NFL history. It's going to be interesting, and now. they've already had a bye week. So they, I, I think that's that's pushy sh- pussy shit. When you're, it's week four and you get a bye. Yeah, I it's agree. too fucking early. They had a, they've had a week to prepare for us. Yeah, which ain't going to help them. Or more, two weeks actually. Sorry, take that back. But no, I, I think uh, no, I think yeah, Browns easily. I, I'm thinking... uh, the funny thing I wanted to bring up ESPN yesterday. I was watching while I was at the gym, and they they go over every game and they kind of give like the stats and their FPI, which is their football power index, whatever the fuck that is. ESPN just makes up bullshit numbers. Um, they have it, and this is no joke, people. Seventy three percent, San Francisco wins the game. Are you serious? Almost, you know, almost seventy five, three quarters of the way. Like they're giving us, you know, twenty five percent basically. How? What? Yeah, I swear to God, I saw it. They they said FPI for the for the Niners to win seventy three percent. Well, I mean, I think we but we uh, perform better uh, under uh, and on the road. We're also undefeated on the road Absolutely. so far. So it's not like traveling's a bad just, thing. Just keep feeding into that ego, not the ego, but that 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 pissed the, off the mentality that Baker has yeah. and the, this entire Browns team has. So not only do you have one of your employees, Rex Ryan, calling him out last week again. Thank you for Rex for being on the show. But then you have your entire company putting out some bullshit numbers, basically saying the Browns have no fucking chance. And I find that so disrespectful to not even have it at like 60%. 73? How the fuck do you figure? It's like it's like Baker, ESPN is Baker's number one like uh, enemy yeah. for the year. And, and call me crazy, but it's not like playing in San Francisco is anything fucking hard because the Steelers almost fucking beat him a couple weeks ago with Mason Rudolph. Yeah, that was a disgusting game to so, watch too. Fuck you, ESPN. Uh, I don't watch ESPN anymore ever since LeBron went to Miami. Because they sucked his balls so much, they kind of ruined ESPN for me. Truth be told, it became really fucking bad, and and you know I, I just kind of saw through the bullshit. And I honestly God haven't watched ESPN hardly at all since then. And you know that was 2010, so it's been 10 plus years. I really don't watch ESPN unless it's a, a Cleveland game or Monday Night Football. But um, <laughs> when, when you had no choice to watch it, yeah, when I have nowhere else to go for it. But yeah, ESPN can suck a dick. But uh, with that being said, that is going to do it for this week's episode. We are all done here. We're a little over an hour. Things have gone very, very well. Um, I, I didn't forget anything, did I? I think we covered everything, right? Mm, yeah, I think uh, we're going to go live here in a second. Just yeah, we're going to gonna go on, wrap on up. video, but obviously by the time anybody here listens to that, we'll already be done, so it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. If you can, write, review, rank, whatever the fuck you want to do. Just give us good vibes. Um Again, we're working on some merch and shit like that. When I do, I'll come out with another contest. Uh, we're down to only two people left in the survivor pool, so keep those picks coming Ooh, in. Last week was the brutal. Two of you. Yeah, it took out three of five. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it. Anything else, Kyle? You got anything? Nope, that's it. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening.